Hey there, and welcome to a special bonus episode this week of The Parting Shot. Why am I dropping another episode this week for you? Well, it's a big day, guys. It is the Oscar nominations for the 95th Academy Awards, and I had to share my first reactions with you. And when I say first reactions, I mean literal first reactions. Now, let me give you a little peek behind the curtains. I'm recording this introduction the day before the nominations are announced. So what you're about to hear are literally my authentic reactions. There's a fantastic Newsweek staffer who is literally emailing me the nominations in the order from, you know, we're going to do best animated feature first down to best picture. So I'm going to see in that order and find out who is nominated live in the moment. It's stupid. It's fun. I'm waking up tomorrow. I'm making a cup of tea. I'm turning on the computer. I'm pressing record. And then I am reading the nominations and we're going to be doing this together. And why is this so special for me? Well, I have to maybe share something about myself. Oscar nominations is like the day that they're not, they're announced are, it's like my Super Bowl. I remember as a kid begging my mother to let me stay home from school or maybe even just go to school a little bit late so that I could watch the nominations be announced live. And you know what? She'd sometimes let me do that. And every year when the new nominations are announced, I get this like excited, nostalgic feeling. And it, it frankly brings out that little kid in me who just loved movies. And I still do. So go on, grab a snack, because I'll be right back with all the nominations. We're going to find out in real time. I'm very excited. And then stick around after the episode to find out who I'll be chatting with on the next episode of The Parting Show. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, it's early, but I have my tea. We're here. I'm ready to read out these Oscar nominations. I apologize if I sound like B. Arthur. That is just how I sound in the morning. Okay, here we go. Best Animated Feature. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. That one was expected. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. What a fun surprise. I mean, I, it was expected that it would get a nomination, but it's such a great film. I spoke with Jenny Slate earlier this summer about the film. It's not It's not even like a normal animated feature. It's. I'm very excited that got nominated. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. The Sea Beast and Turning Red, which was so great. And I was kind of worried it might not get nominated. It's Pixar's film from this past summer. And it's just... It's a wonderful film. I definitely encourage you to watch it. Best Original Song. Applause from Tell It Like a Woman. Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. I think that's the Lady Gaga song, which is exciting for her. Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Oh, Rihanna. Rihanna, she's she's coming for that Oscar, which is very exciting. Uh, Natuna 2 from RRR. And This Is a Life from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, I think this is a sign because that one was possibly unexpected. People weren't expecting that. So this is a sign that maybe everything, everywhere, all at once got a lot of nominations. I mean, you guys probably know more than I do at this point, because I'm reading this very early in the morning. Best Director. 
Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Inertia, which is exciting. That was expected for him, even though he didn't get nominated the last time he was up. So it, this is a first for him, which is exciting. Uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinhart. Excuse me, it's early. I'm pronouncing things incorrectly. For Everything Everywhere All at Once, that's a rare duo nominated for Best Director. Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. Todd Field for Tar. Ruben Ostlin for Triangle of Sadness. Oh, that's exciting, because Triangle of Sadness was one that people were really hoping would get nominated, but people weren't sure if it would actually go all the way. It looks like, since it got a Best Director nomination, that it's probably going to be going all the way. Okay, Best Supporting Actor. Okay, Best Supporting Actor nomination. Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inertia. That one was expected. Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans. Whoa, that one's a surprise. Uh, Barry Keegan. Keegan also probably pronouncing that incorrectly for the Banshees of Inertia. Kihei Juan, ah, for everything, everywhere, all at once. He's likely going to win, you guys. And Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. That one is a surprise, too, because people were hoping, it was a small film, it didn't really go anywhere. It's Jennifer Lawrence film on Apple TV+. And people were hoping, because he did such an amazing performance in it, but he hadn't really been in the award season. So this is a surprise nomination. Best Supporting Actress. Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. That's very exciting. <gasps> Hong Chao for The Whale. That Hong Chao had, has given two great performances this year in The Whale, but also in The Menu. And people were hoping that she would pull out a nomination. And she did, which is so exciting. Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inertia. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is that one's not a surprise, but it's the first time she has a nearly 50 year career. She's Hollywood royalty, you know, the daughter of Janet Lee and Tony Curtis, and this is her first nomination, which is very exciting. And uh, Stephanie Hu for Everything Ever All at Once. She was she plays the daughter in the film, and because she had not get nominated, she wasn't nominated for a Golden Globe. People were worried that she wouldn't pull it out and get nominated for the Oscar. But she really is. Besides, of course, Michelle Yo, she is the heart of the film. She is the film. She's the action that starts everything in the film. So her getting a nomination is a very, very big deal. Best Actor. Austin Butler for Elvis. That one was expected. Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inertia. That's also expected. But these are also both first-time nominees. Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Paul Mescal for After Sun. People were worried that, that wouldn't actually pull through, but he did. He's a young actor. It was a small film, but he got it. Wow. And Paul Nye for Living. That was another one. Or Bill Nye, excuse me, for Living. That was another one that people were thinking maybe it was too small to get a nomination. And this is another one. He's been acting for... Years and years, I mean, of course, we know him from Love Actually. He finally got a nomination, which is very exciting. Best Actress, Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna de Armas for Blonde. That one is a bit of a surprise because most people, including myself, hated the movie, but her performance is, is surprising. Uh, oh, Andrea Risborough for To Leslie. That's another one that people weren't expecting, but they were hoping it would pull through, and it clearly did. Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. That one is also a surprise because people were thinking that it wouldn't it wouldn't pull through in the in in the best actress category and because I, I mean, even myself I thought it was a best supporting actress performance but she pulled it out she's Michelle and this is her fifth nomination so it's not a huge surprise Michelle Williams can get an Oscar nomination and Michelle Yeoh for everything everywhere all at once wow that's pretty big that's pretty big I will say. That this is also maybe one of the rare times that someone nominated for a Razzie, Anna de Armas, for Blonde, is also nominated for Best Actress Academy Award. But also, I'm kind of upset that Viola Davis isn't in this mix. I mean, The Woman King was 
an incredible film. And 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 even if you didn't like the film, her performance, you could not deny. I mean, incredible. Okay, let's go for best picture. This is the big one. This is the last one. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inertian, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick. Wow, that one's a surprise. Triangle of Sadness, that's also a surprise. And Women Talking. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, so I just, of course, as you know, I'm learning these nominations with you here in real time. A few surprises that I'm and I'm seeing. I'm I'm surprised at the lack of love for the women king, for, for the woman king, which you know was a huge one. Um, I'm surprised that Top Gun pulled it out for best picture, even though because of the extended category, they they have ten nominees for best picture now. It's still, I mean, they usually put in just one or two, so I'm surprised that it didn't quite. And I'm surprised that Top Gun is the one that got nominated and not the new Black Panther film. That one was, I, I figured that one would definitely get in there. I'm also surprised at Women Talking. I mean, Women Talking early in the Oscar season was the one that people were talking about to get a lot of acting nominations. And it didn't get any, which is a big surprise. I am say I am disappointed that Daniel Deadweiler for uh, Till did not get nominated for Best Actress. I spoke with her earlier in the year. I thought it was one of the best performances of the year, so I'm a bit disappointed in that. A few other snubs that sort of stand out to me right now. Taylor Swift, um, you know, she's Taylor Swift, and she wrote a song for the film where the Crawdads sing. So I, because she had been making the rounds and because she had been nominated for the golden globe and a few other awards i assumed she'd probably sneak in there mostly just on her star power because the film was kind of a dud but she didn't which is a surprise another one that you know she's been nominated pretty much every single year since she got on the scene olivia coleman olivia coleman was was uh one that is always kind of in the mix for her performance in empire of light and it's the new sam mendes film and it was it, it you know it was got a lot of early early buzz but it didn't get any, well, I, got a, I don't know if I got any other nominations because I haven't seen the full list, but it didn't get in, in the major categories, which is very surprising. The other thing, besides Woman, uh, Woman King, the, the lack of female directors nominated for Best Picture is kind of a disappointment this year. You know, you have Sarah Polly for Women Talking, and that was, she went in with a big one. She Best Picture nomination, which is great, but come on. I mean, how can you have a Best Picture without the director who directed it? Um, after Sun director, that's one Tills director, and I spoke with her this this earlier this year, uh, along with Danielle Deadweiler, um, uh, Chinoe Chuku, and which it was a great great performance or great directing job, and then also of course Woman King's director Gina Prince uh, Bythewood. So it's it's kind of upsetting that still the Academy Awards, even though we do have two female directors that have won Best Director, it still is a seeming like a boys club at this point, <laughs> which is sad. Um, there's a Paul Dano for the Fablemans. That's a, I'm surprised that Paul isn't on this mix because the Fablemans got a lot of love today, especially for Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch was only in the film for, I mean, just a few minutes. Like it seemed like maybe just five minutes. I mean, he, he it was a great performance, but he wasn't in the film for that long. And there, of course, in history, Oscars can do that. They, they. I mean, of course, you know, uh, Judy Dench won for Shakespeare in Love, and I think she was on screen for like maybe 10 minutes. I mean, the shortest performance ever is Beatrice Strait from The Network. I I think it's like under eight minutes, her performance in the film, but she won an Academy Award for it. So good on them. That's surprising. I mean, Judd Hirsch is in a very, very selective category for that one. But yeah, I'm surprised that that Paul Dano didn't didn't pull it out. 
Um, and the other one's James Cameron. Oh, I'm just noticing James Cameron isn't directed or isn't up for best director, which is surprising because Avatar, he was nominated last time, the last Avatar he did. So that's a big surprise. I'm not surprised that Babylon did not get as much of the love uh, as, you know, it had in the past, um, or at least the director and the cast had gotten in the past. And it went into the award season as sort of a big one because of the cast, but it didn't really go many places. Um, who are, who, who else is? Yeah, this is a good list. This is a good list. You know, one thing I will say that really stands out to me is the diversity of nominees. I mean, this year we potentially could have, if, if the expected people win the, we could have a very diverse, almost mostly diverse top winners. You know, I, Michelle Yeoh is, Michelle Yeoh and, and Kate Blanchett are like neck and neck, neck and neck for, for pulling it out for each other. So that, that, that is the race right there. The rest of them, sorry, you're not going to win. And that, I think it's going to be Michelle Yeoh. I hope it's going to be Michelle Yeoh. Best supporting actress. I mean, I don't think anyone can stop Angela Bassett at this point, unless the love for everything everywhere all at once continues on and Stephanie Hugh can pull out, you know, a win, but I don't see it happening. I think Angela Bassett has that Academy Award for best supporting actor. Again, I think it's going to be everything everywhere all at once with Ki Kwan. It's, it's just, you can't deny him that he's won every single award. It's, it's literally the most expected win of the night. I will say the, the, the category that I didn't think would be a race, but is turning into a bit of a race is best actor. So like going into the award season, everyone was talking about best actress. It's that race between Kate and Michelle. And everyone thought that Brendan Fraser would pull it out and the whale would be, you know, his performance in the whale would be the winner. And it still is expected to be that, but Austin Butler for Elvis is kind of sneaking up on him a little bit. And it's looking like a race between Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler, which is going to be very interesting to watch because there is a lot of love for for Elvis right now, of course, with the sudden passing of his daughter, Lisa Marie Presley, and also this performance. I mean, you know, even though the actor seemingly has not lost the voice that he talked, that he used in the film, he, he did a great performance, and people are still talking about it, and he is winning awards for it. So I can see that being a surprise win of the evening. But yeah, it's, it's, a, great, it's a great list of nominees. I'm very taken aback by it. And of course, all season, we will be you know, talking about these and any of the ups and downs over the season. I'll have people on to tell me who they think are going to win. I'm very excited for this. This is going to be a great, great Oscar season. Okay, I need to go back to bed. It's too early, guys. I'm sorry. Okay, I know I say it every single episode, but you better let me know what you think about today's nominations. I I need to have this dialogue. You can find me at H. Allen Scott on everything. And thanks for listening. Maybe leave a little rating and review if you liked what you just heard. And you know, for the latest news and podcasts, go to Newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all of the social platforms. And then while you're there, subscribe to Newsweek's For the Culture newsletter. I'll be talking more about the Oscar nominations in this week's newsletter. So on the next episode, I'll be chatting with Natasha Leone about her new Peacock series, Poker Face. Honestly, I could listen to that woman talk for like days. She just has her own way of doing it, and I'm obsessed with her. Until then, watch those films that are nominated for Oscars today because we need to talk more about this. And have a great day. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.